Welcome to the Dynasty DNA Fantasy Football Podcast, where we talk Dynasty Fantasy Football, Fantasy Rankings, and everything NFL. Join us and dominate your Dynasty League. It's in your DNA. And here's your host, TJ Blake. Welcome back, DNA Strand Crew. Yes, I'm the host of the Dynasty DNA Fantasy Football Podcast, TJ Blake. You can find me on Twitter at FFTJBlakeDNA. And as always, we're joined by our show architect and co-host, the A-Train Andy Blake. You can find him on Twitter at FFATRAINDNA. How you doing today, Ian? Good. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. And next up, we got the producer and co-host, Ty Blake. You can find him on Twitter at DynastyDNA. Ty, how you doing today, Ty? Pretty good, guys. All right. And last but not least, it's number one on the podcasting charts and number one in your hearts, Muscles Ryan Mail. You can find him on Twitter at DynastyDNA Moss. Let's say like Jimmy, M-U-S. <laughs> How you doing today, Moss? Oh, not too bad. How's everybody doing? Oh, we're doing good. And and uh, almost almost totaled his car trying to get here today at a yeah. at a, a epic blizzard in western Pennsylvania. I cannot believe the weather outside. It's un, unreal, man. Yeah, it's crazy. You know? Yeah, we we got we were paying for it. We had such nice weather there for a few weeks, right up into Christmas and New Year's. I knew it. I'm like, yeah, we're going to get hammered here soon. I know. I'd rather wait. I'd rather have snow on Christmas and the stuff than now. But yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, that's just how it works when you live here. It never works out the way you want it to. Yeah, I know. And Michigan won the national championship last night. Big 10, representing the Big 10, bringing it home. What do you guys think about Jim Harbaugh? You think he goes to the NFL or you think he stays? I don't know. I mean, I think there's a good chance he probably goes, but probably just all comes down to money. Mission accomplished. Yeah. I mean, he did what he wanted to do, so it'll be interesting. There are some teams with some openings or some other teams that might make an opening for him. Yeah. Yeah. So. I thought, I don't know how true it is, but I heard rumors that he's interested in the Raiders. Yeah. That's that's one of the big Ugh. teams they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. where coaching careers usually go to die. I I mean, I don't know how you can get off of Pierce now. Like, he's yeah, on the, he's on a, I, I think they are, going. though. They've been interviewing candidates and stuff, yeah. so I don't agree with it, but. Yeah. They probably have to do their deal due diligence you know what i mean they, yeah. they, they probably aren't just going to hand them the keys they'll probably make them interview yeah know, just like any other job they're not, yeah you know so i wouldn't really put too much stock into it it could still be pierce's i hope it is i hope, I hope it is so too, too. He I deserves so too. It. yeah he just gives me that raider vibe i like it yep but we're gonna hop in today guys and here we go and we're into the off season now the fantasy season's officially over hell the nfl regular season's officially over and we're going to do our very first 2024 startup mock draft way too early. You can't be early early enough on this stuff because right now the ADPs are kind of still down there. If you are doing a startup mock draft, they haven't updated yet. So we're going to do this as a useful exercise because you know what? You could find value here, you know, and maybe a little bit sooner than other people can. You can get ahead on some of these players. You can try to win your league going into next year. That's what it's all about. So that's what we're going to look to do. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's a 12-team. Superflex tight end premium mock draft, so a lot of juicy stuff here. We included uh, kickers as placeholders for rookie picks as well, so we'll go into that mention that as we go through it. But before we start, I bring it up each and every show, and I think it's an important tool. That's why I bring it up for everyone out there in listener land, the Dynasty DNA Discord channel. This thing's up to like 120 members right now, and we all know how it is. It's going to be a long off season, so it's kind of nice to go somewhere and talk football with some people make some friends, and just try to get ahead on some of this stuff. I mean, we talk player values, trades, the NFL draft stuff, all this rookie stuff. We're going to be evaluating them here soon, too. So a lot of good stuff coming down the pipe. So Dynasty DNA Discord channel, if you guys have a Discord, I'm telling you, you got to get over there. All kinds of awesome people. You have access to Andy, Ty, Muscles, me, uh, Jimmy, Sterling, Big E from the Double Coverage DFS show. We talk a lot of DFS over there, too. And uh, just all kinds of great football talk in general. We'd love to have you. If you want to join, go to our Twitter page at DynastyDNA underscore. And in our uh, bio right there is the link. Click it. and You could join for free. We'd love to have you. A lot of good guys over there, and you can meet a lot of great friends. So check it out if you can. But here we go. The 2024 way too early startup mock draft, tight end premium super flex. We're going to start it out here. The very first round. 
our good buddy Rich from uh, Dynasty Dogs had the first pick, and he took Jalen Hurts. And and the you know he's so lucky he gets the second pick. Yep. Who did you take at one hundred two? In took Patrick Mahomes at one hundred two. Yeah. I I, I was kind of surprised, but I mean that was that probably would have been my one one, but. Uh, I think they're all kind of in that same tier. I don't know. Hertz has been playing kind of bad recently. Yeah. Well, I think he's an Eagles fan, so there's yeah. a little, little favoritism there, yeah. too. Yeah. So. I just still believe in Patrick Mahomes. I mean, what he finished still like quarterback. What was he? I thought I thought he was like seven. It says one on here, but I don't think he's one. <laughs> but he no. had a little bit of a bad, you know, I don't want to even necessarily say a bad season. but He's quarterback eight in PPR. And eight. So, like. When he didn't play this week, so we yeah, call it seven eight tomato tomato, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still like we're like, oh yeah, he had a bad season. Well, he still had a pretty damn good season. Yeah. So I I'm pretty ecstatic about that, and I think they're gonna bring in some weapons from Mahomes here. Oh yeah, yeah. So. I agree with it. I love the pick. That's where I'd have went to. I mean, like you said, this kind of tier. I guess it's pick your preference. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we know what Mahomes can be, and and they'll get this straightened out. I mean. I know it's scary with Travis Kelsey. It doesn't look good, you know, with him not being his typical self. Yeah. The wide receiver room's diminished. I mean, Rasheed Rice is a nice player, but they don't have a true superstar, superstar yeah. receiver yet. But I do think Andy Reid and them will figure it out. Yeah, I do too. If it's either, uh, and I think they know they address it. I mean, look, if they wouldn't have had so many drops, I mean, they've had like 30 some drops this year. It's first in the league. So, like, they didn't have so many drops and maybe be like, well, they'll try another year, but they know the problem, like, and they're going to address it. And I think that's the big point to make here. Like, I'm not backing away from Patrick Mahomes at no, all. No, I, I think it's a good opportunity to buy, honestly. Right, right. It might be one of your best ever opportunities. Because there was buy. a little bit of an opportunity to buy when Tyree Kill left. Yep. And I did acquire him in a couple leagues, but other ones people still wanted a lot. So, I mean, I think it's good to go out there and just try. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I would take him over Hurts. He's still my quarterback one, personally. Yeah, it's hard not to annoy I, him that. Jo Josh Allen's still at two. And I think it's real close for Jalen Hurts and C.J. Stroud. We'll get to that. Yep. Well, you were sandwiched between two Eagles fans because Sterling had the 103. Sterling yeah. from the double coverage DFS show. He took Josh Allen. So that first tier is all gone. Picks one through three. Makes a lot of sense. Then we go over to Big Jimbo here from Fantasy Feud. And he took Justin Herbert. A little bit of a surprise, but, you know, he loves Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow and guys like that, so I'm kind of not surprised. Right. But it come over to me here at the 105, and I was just licking my chops because I was hoping I talked to Andy on the phone. I'm like, I hope he falls to me. 105, C.J. Strouds, who I took here at 105. I'll tell you what, man. This guy is just one of the best young uh, quarterbacks in the league, one of the better throwers of the football we've seen in a long time at his age. I mean, that throw he made against the Colts where he was, like, falling backwards and he threw it 40 yards downfield. Yeah. I mean, this guy's so legit. He does not panic. He sees the field so well, and he's got a hell of an arm on him. And, you know, the thing is, he's doing it with not so great weaponry around him. I mean, Nico Collins was nothing before C.J. Stroud got there. Yeah. And look at him now. So, I mean, C.J. Stroud, I mean, to me, is a, I, I have him in my top three right now. I, I personally have him over Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I know a lot of people might not want to go that high, but I have, I'm sold on CJ Stroud. Yeah. And I, and I mean, I've been sold. I, I think they're real close for me. Like, I think they're in the same tier. Oh, yeah. I, I'd probably lean CJ Stroud, honestly. I would too. I'd probably I'd honestly put him ahead of Josh Allen too. It's probably. close. Would you really? I, yeah. I don't, I don't know if I can do that. Yeah. I, I'm not quite there yet, yeah. but I, I could, I'm not saying I hate it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I just, this guy, a 22 year old quarterback that's throwing the ball like he does with the lack of weapons he has around him, how could you not have him, you know, yeah. up in that top? I mean, even if you want to do a top four tier, mm -hmm. I think now he's in that conversation. I think, yeah. I think he's pushed into that realm. Yeah. I, I mean, if you took him 1-1, I wouldn't sit here and be like, no. oh, that's horrible. Like, I, I wouldn't quite do it, but <laughs> right. he looks really good. He does. And I was just so happy that he fell to me at 1-5 because I'm like, Jimmy's, Jimmy's such a wild card. He is. I'm like, well, who was he going to take? I know he likes Herbert. I know he likes Burrow, but he does like Stroud, too. So I was kind of... Like, it was up in the air, so. I wonder what the odds were for Trey McBride. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he, I talked to him on the phone, and we'll get to that in a little bit. When he was picked, he wasn't very happy, so. <laughs> we're going to go over to Muss now. Muss, you were right behind me at the 106. 
So CJ Stroud, Justin Herbert off the board. What did you do here at 106? Yep, I uh, I just went Joe Burrow. Um, I think he was the next available quarterback in my in my eyes. So um, I went there. I mean, hopefully next year he stays healthy. That does worry me. Hopefully they address that O line. Yeah, and uh, you know, got Jamar Chase. Hopefully they get T Higgins figured out. I doubt it, but yeah, I, still, I, st- I still like it. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's what I would have done, honestly. Yeah, I mean, that, that's yeah. Because to me, dunk. there there's a hell of a tear break. There really you know, is, after yeah. that in the quarterback room. I mean, I'm not saying like none of these other guys are good players because I think they are good players. But like, I think Joe Burrow's that last guy that could be super elite to me. Yeah, if he's healthy and everything's right. So I like that pick. I don't mind it at all. Then we went over to the 107. Mike Shinuti took uh, Lamar Jackson, and then the 108. We had our first kicker taken as a rookie pick. The 101, Dynasty Dog Mike, most likely, I would say, going to go Caleb Williams, I would say, with that 101. Yeah. So he went for that. And then uh, JD Baseball took Justin Fields at 109. How do you guys feel about Justin Fields? I, I was really surprised with that pick. I was, too. I, I think that was kind of like his startup ADP last year, and he's really disappointed. And uh, I just don't know if he's going to continue with the Bears. Now, let's be honest. He, he's going to get an opportunity somewhere if it's the Bears or not. But, like, he just he hasn't shown me enough. Like it, I, That Green Bay game to me was, like, your make it or break it game. And he what it felt like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like let's let's go out here and prove that you belong with the yeah. you know, big yeah. boys. And he just he didn't. And it's a good matchup. I know it's division and Green Bay just seems to have their number, but... They do. I mean, you gotta, you gotta do something. Yeah. I mean, he had how many passing yards? He didn't really have many passing. One hundred forty-eight. Yeah. So he didn't even cross one hundred and fifty passing yards. And then you compare to Jordan Love, who had like a hundred and like, or had like three hundred. Yeah. I mean, I, I still think the Bears are gonna stick with him. I, I do too. I, I just do. I I seen a thing that they Justin Fields like I don't know like they said that they interviewed him after the game yeah. and he was kind of acting like this was it yeah he was thanking all the all so, the pressers and, oh yeah. yeah I don't know like if you know he just don't have a good feeling about it or if they kind of talked to him about it I don't know but I mean he, it's just unfortunate for him I mean the guy's such an athlete but like as far as seeing the field and being like a, a true superstar caliber quarterback I just don't see it the guy ha- looks at one read if it ain't there he takes it down and runs. He panics in the pocket. Uh, he's he's like one of the th- top three in sacks. And like when you're yeah. that athletic, you should be able to make make time in the pocket because he can't read defenses. Yeah, yeah exactly. He cannot read defenses. But, that, but that, I mean that. But that's that's on the Bears though. Too. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, it he, is. He, it he is. really and I'm trust me, I'm not a Justin Fields guy. He needs to get out of Chicago. He does. Yeah, he he's got to he find does. somewhere where so, somebody can help him. If they do go Caleb Williams, does that not make you nervous? Like it's, he's gonna be in an uh, offense yeah, where. Yeah. We don't like Eberflus. He's probably going to still be there. I mean, yeah, it, d- it does make me nervous, but I think that, you know, it could be a rocky year one, but I do think it'll eventually get better. But uh, going back to Justin Fields, I mean, yeah, like we, you and I talked about this and like, he's got to go somewhere like, you know, where Jordan Love went with Matt LaFleur. Yeah. You get somewhere and get developed. I mean, if he goes somewhere like to a Shane Steichen, let's say a Shane Steichen was hired like in Atlanta. Yeah, and he ended up in Atlanta. I would feel better about it. I'm not going to push all my chips in the middle of the table and say, "Oh, he's going to definitely be better." Right. But as far as like re- resurrecting his career a little bit, I think that's your Who, best. Bet. Who's out there is going to fix him though? I, I don't know. Harbaugh, maybe, maybe. But he likes to run the ball. How much? I mean, we've seen it with Michigan. Yeah, he, he still is a you know confident. You know, he's a good coach. Right. I think he's a bit overrated at times. I mean, we talked about that. There's one guy, Bobby Slowick. Yeah, yeah. Do you think he leaves Houston though? For not this year, at least. But I do like Bobby Slowick with Houston. If yeah. if he gets a head coaching opportunity somewhere, if all the stars align, and let's say Justin Fields ended up with Bobby Slowick, I would feel a little bit better about. Yeah, it. I would too. But Ben Johnson, I don't know, man. I'm I like Ben Johnson, but like, what's he really done? Yeah, like he's got a good offense, but he hasn't really won nothing. What about Bianami? He no. looked good with Mahomes, and he looked good with uh, Sam Howell. And I, I just, I, I'm, I'm not sold on Vietnamese yet, just for the simple fact. And I, I kind of thought the same thing. I'm like, wow, Sam Howell's looked good under him, but I'm just not really sold on him because the Chiefs like basically pushed him out of the door after he won. Like they didn't even want him. So it's like, is he really that good? Or I, I don't know. Maybe. Right. We just know Andy Reid's kind of a control freak. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I don't know. It, it's a possibility. I mean, he was under 
Andy Reid, so he knows tendencies. And also, he, he seems to have a good scheme. So, yeah, that, that's another good one to put out there. But I'm not sold on anybody right. yet. No, and, and as far as Justin Fields goes, I mean, if you could still get a first form, do it now. Yeah. I mean, if the, there's, but I think you can. There are still a lot of believers out there. Well, I mean, they just went one eight in the startup draft, so <laughs> yeah. I that, yeah. that that's that's a little bit high for me. I mean, you have these elite receivers on here, and there's other quarterbacks. I'd just go, yeah, yeah, kind of go a different direction. I agree with you. Yeah, hopefully it hits for him though. I mean, we'll yeah, see. yeah, for sure. We're gonna go to the one ten. Who was Ty? Ty sitting at the one ten. What'd you do with it? Yeah, for me, there's a. I mean, the, the quarterback drop-off for me was absolutely gone. I mean, the only quarterbacks I'd take in the first round, six of them, in Hurts, Mahomes, Allen, Herbert, Stroud, Burrow, like, that's it. Like, I don't even really want Lamar. I wouldn't touch him if he was back there in the first round, just not my cup of tea. So, I went for Justin Jefferson, who, in my opinion, is probably the most talented receiver in the league. Yeah. And he's just got that name, too. Like, CD's so good. But it's like Justin Jefferson, that name just, like, shines in gold in the <laughs> fantasy community. And uh, I know the situation. We don't really know what's going to happen in Minnesota. Hopefully, Kirk goes back. That's best case scenario for Jefferson. But the guy's so good, he's gonna he's gonna eat at any time. Look what he just did with Nick Mullins this week, and he has a thousand yards, and he missed how many games? Yeah, I mean, the, the, he's still the number one. Yeah, he has to be. Yeah, we can't be premature on that. Put CD, CDs number two. I, I agree with that. I had a chase, but Jefferson's number one. Yep. Nice to meet you, number two. <laughs> well, that was a good pick, Ty. I agree with Justin Jefferson. But as we just mentioned, Big E had the 111 from the double coverage DFS show. He went C.D. Lamb. I mean, <laughs> Jamar Chase was that guy last year. He jumped him. Mm -hmm. you know, so he, he made the right pick, in my opinion, went C.D. Lamb. Dynasty Wiz, Nicholas Holt, had the 112, the last pick of the first round. Went Jamar Chase, then took a rookie pick, the second rookie pick taken and uh, probably most likely Drake May, possibility of Marvin Harrison Jr. there. Yeah. I, I, I kind of like that pick. I mean, I'm okay with I, it where he I'll goes. I'll tell you, Jaden Daniels is getting a strong push. A lot of people are really pushing up his name. I mean, I, I, I'm excited to watch, but right. it's a lot of people, so we'll see. He could even be in the mix. Yeah. You're right. And Big E from the Double Coverage DFS show at 2-2 took Anthony Richardson. How do you guys feel about Anthony Richardson there? I like it. I, uh, he... I, we know the talents there, it seems like. A little bit nervous with the arm. We haven't seen the arm, but like as far as like dynasty points, I I think what was he uh first round startup when he first came out? A lot of people now nah, I think it was right around a second. Yeah, yeah, I think it was like, I think about right in here. So it actually. hasn't it hasn't really dropped. And I, I think that's a pretty good spot for him. I think if he would have continued to play, he probably would be a yeah, a uh, first round dynasty startup if he could have stayed healthy. So I agree. I think yeah. it's good value here. Yeah, I agree with that. Then coming back over to Ty at 203, his second pick here. He already went Justin Jefferson. What would you do at 203, Ty? Well, everybody knows me, and I was kind of kicking myself at this pick. I took B. John Robinson. Christian McCaffrey was there. I hated it, but now with the Arthur Smith firing, I kind of like it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I was happy when I obviously seen that because I knew I had B. John. So I think next year and from the years beyond, this guy should be an animal. I mean, if you got if you watch the guy play, he's so talented. Mm -hmm. He's so talented. He can catch the ball with some of the best of them already in the league. And I mean, with his usage, he still almost had a thousand yards rushing and uh, was averaging over four and a half yards per carry on the year. So yeah, yeah. So I mean, I'm just kind of. I mean, I again, I I really I'm I'm not a guy who likes to take young players, but I think Bijan's just ultra talented. Yeah, yeah he is. And where you got him, I think that's really good value. Where you got him at. I mean, is he is he your running back one now that Arthur Smith's gone? Is it Brees Hall? It's Brees. Mm -hmm. It's Brees. Yeah, it is. I think it's Brees for me. I think it's Brees, too, for me. But, I mean, Bijan's still a great player. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I am excited for this Atlanta offense now that the curse of Arthur Smith is lifted off. Yeah, then that's going to be exciting. Who goes there? I mean, see, Arbaugh does go there. I mean, that's great for Bijan Robinson. I mean, I, it can really flip-flop. I mean, even Gibbs has been in that conversation for me. Uh, I don't think I would take McCaffrey ahead of any three of them just because of age. Yeah. Like, I, and I, it's not anything against McCaffrey. He does seem like an outlier. He might be good for the next four years, but I'd, I'd rather gamble on one of these young guys. I know that are good. So, and that's just crazy how fast situations can change, right? Like Arthur Smith, that has been horrible. They could get a really good mind in here and get a really good scheme built up for Bijan Robinson. You look at Brees Hall, the bad thing with him, 
is he is tied to Robert Sala. He is tied, which I don't mind Robert Sala, but Nathaniel Hackett, he's not a good offensive coordinator. Now, I mean, this is going to be kind of Aaron Rodgers, you know, offense. So you got to take that into consideration, but it does get a little bit, you know, dicey here in the next couple of years of the hand. Nathaniel Hackett is yeah. there. So. Yeah, hopefully Rodgers can just get them down in the red zone a little bit because I, I, yeah. I saw a stat where, like, Brees Hall only had, like, two or three rushes inside the five. Like, yeah. they, they just didn't get down there. No, no. So, yep, yep. It is something else, but uh, I really like that pick there. And then follow it up after Ty's pick of Bijan at 203. JD Baseball took Christian McCaffrey at 24. So there he is. Kind of figured he'd be right in here somewhere. Dynasty Dog Mike at 205 took Trevor Lawrence. How do you guys feel about Trevor Lawrence? Worried. Personally, very, very worried. I, I would I think there's still a name out there that you could sell him. But I mean, not the shit on the field pick. I'd, I'd rather have Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. Yeah, um, I agree with so. that. Like I, I'm not out like that much. <clears throat> uh it comes You know, out. he's he's been hurt a lot this year too. And I'm, I'm not trying to give him an out, but we seen him kind of like rise and then he played hurt. He continued to play hurt because Jacksonville needed to win. Uh so let's just see what happens next year. And I don't think I know Calvin Ridley is a wide receiver too, somehow, some way. And Calvin Ridley has not really been I don't know. I, I just think he's really underwhelmed in my opinion, even though the numbers seem to be there. Yeah. I think they need to get him another better number one, like a, a good weapon. Well, and it's like this too, like going back to what you said about Trevor Lawrence over Justin Fields, it comes down to one thing, job security. Yeah. And you oh, got yeah. you gotta understand that. Like there's people out there that still value Justin Fields over Trevor Lawrence. It's insane. It, I mean, I, I'm not a Trevor Lawrence. I'm like you guys, like I'm not impressed with what I've seen, right. but you know he's safe for a while in Jacksonville. Yeah, I mean, he and he might not be what we thought he was. He might not be in that Justin Herbert type tier. He might just be Jared Goff, Brock Purdy. You know, yeah, bro, I think Brock Purdy's better personally, but in that tier though. Yeah, but kind of like, kind of like that. Kirk Cousins, like, yeah. exactly. come out and have good good games, but just like a quarterback too. That second tier. Yeah, you know, I agree with that, and, and like, and the thing is, like. It, Everything was on the line against the Titans. Right. Being who you're supposed to be, he should have won them that game. I don't. I don't even think he's in the second tier for me, honestly. Yeah, it's it's getting bad. I, I mean, I I think second, like second tier for me is like Joe Burrow, uh, Justin Herbert, <laughs> Anthony Richardson, probably Lamar Jackson, Brock Purdy. I think Jordan Love's even reached there. I think he's below them. It's it's kind of crazy too how bad Lawrence plays without Christian Kirk. I was just looking that up. Yeah, and like when Christian Kirk went out, Trevor Lawrence just fell off a cliff. Yeah, <laughs> and he was hurt though. He was hurt too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I and I can't stress that enough because like I love that about Lawrence. I don't think he really. Miss, I don't think he's missed a game since the one he just missed. Right, and then obviously played this week, and he no, wasn't one hundred percent. So he does try to go. Yeah, you got to give him that. Yep, and then the following pick here at the 206, Mike Shinuti took Brees Hall. That was a great pick, really nice value there for Mike. Muscles at the 207. What'd you do with this one, Muss? Uh, I took Tua. Um, I, I really like Tua's upsides. Um, I mean, obviously, Tyreek Hill is leaving eventually, and, and when we get to that bridge, maybe I'll sell him or whatever to a, uh, to a believer that you know a little bit more believes than I do, but Jimmy, Jim's about to say yeah. Jimmy, <laughs> but, but man, like he can, he can put up them 25 to 35 point games, like none other and put your, t put the team on his back. So yeah, uh, I got him for fantasy wise. He's quarterback nine this year and he had some suspect performances, but like that, I mean that his ceiling week, week in, week out, like 34, 36, like that's in the realm of possibilities every single week, you know, being tied to Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. Yeah. Are, are you nervous when Tyreek leaves? Yeah. Oh, I, that's what I'm, yeah. I'm nervous. And I, like I said, when that I, happens, right? I, I mean, maybe they bring somebody else in. Yeah, and, they, and, and they could. And yeah. Waddle stepped up and looked good. Yeah, and, and if they don't, like like I said, maybe I'll just try to sell them and yeah. re-roll. But, I mean, to, with two and Burrow both being 20, what, 25 and Burrow's 27, I just short up that quarterback room. For the next ten years, hopefully. After watching that Miami game, Miami's going nowhere in the playoffs. They're 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 honestly not that great. They're and they're hurt bad. Their yeah. defense is they're hurt really bad. Two, they lost uh, Jalen Phillips. They just lost Bradley Chubb. Two is just 
I don't know, man. I'm just not a Tua guy. I'm just, not the biggest Tua guy. I don't either. think he's that great. I, I don't. I think and that's why I think you can make an argument for Tyreek Hill to be an MVP because yeah, yeah. when he's not out there, he doesn't look the same. Oh, I'd agree 100%. Yeah. Like, I, I just, I don't know. And I think Tyreek Hill's banged up. I think after that Tennessee game, I think he's I think, not right. I think a good move would be, and I'm not just saying this because I like him, but even another player, I'll mention another one. Like, could you trade Tua and get Jordan Love in a nice plus? Yeah. Could you trade Tua and get Brock Purdy maybe yeah. in a plus? You know, yeah. I think it's possible because you know Brock Purdy kind of, you know what we said about Justin Fields, how people just love him. Mm -hmm. You know, Brock Purdy's like kind of the guy that's like, eh, he's all right. But like, no, I mean, so you can maybe get a big plus there. But I mean, I kind of like what you did here, Mush. You solidified your quarterback spot. You got, yeah. you got two guys, you know, you got two as a quarterback, two solid. Right. So you did a nice job there. You, I mean, it's super flex. You got to solidify that quarterback <laughs> position. Yeah. And, and that's what's so hard. That's so hard about Dynasty. We can sit here and say, oh, they're going to draft Malik Neighbors, which no, obviously they're not. He's not going to be there. But like, we can sit here and say this, that, and this, and they might they might draft an offensive lineman. They might draft a tight end. Some guy might step up and hit that we don't even know of. You just it's hard to tell. It is. Tyree Kill came out of nowhere. Yeah. Yep. Then we come over here to me at the two oh eight. And this one here to me is one of these guys that all offseason I'm gonna be trying to buy for an awesome low price. It's gonna be Kyler Murray. That's who I took at the two oh eight. I mean, we've seen him get better down the stretch. He's looked so much better, and I mean, we know he's coming back from that injury. Trey McBride, Jimmy Boy there, so we got a nice weapon in him. I mean, I don't know what's going to happen with Hollywood Brown, if he's back or not. I'm going to say probably not. Michael Wilson has looked solid, but they have a high draft pick. Yeah. And all signs indicate this is probably going to be Marvin Harrison going to the Cardinals. If that happens, boy, what a weapon for Kyler Murray. The guy provides you rushing points. He provides you throwing points. I just really like him, man. I think he's going to be one of these, you know, real good buys in the offseason. He's a perennial quarterback one when he plays every time. Yeah. You, bet you passed yeah. on Jordan Love. I did for Kyler wow. Murray. I did. Kyler, I Kyler Murray is somebody I would consider consider taking at the back end of the first round. Now, could I take him over Justin Jefferson, C.D. Lamb? Probably not. But, I mean, I, I would take him over Fields. And, I mean, I... It's hard for me, like, if Caleb Williams goes to, to Chicago, I mean, I think you can make an argument there. Yeah. I, I, I'm higher on Kyler Murray as well. I mean, I have a lot of Kyler Murray shares, bottom on a lot of rebuilding teams at a low point. I think the window's still open a bit, but I don't, it's not near where it was. No, and I just trust Jonathan Gannon. Yeah, that, and, that's an offense I want a part of. Yep, and I love the rushing upside, and I think next year with the knee fully healthy, he's going to be even better. This just eagerly reminds me of the Bengals, like this whole situation. A new coach comes in. They got, you know, they got a high pick here. They just drafted a, a nice tackle, which I know the uh, Bengals didn't do this, but like they have a chance to get a young quarterback in Kyler Murray and put a young wide receiver in Marvin Harrison, who looks like generational talent. So it could be a really nice match for years to come. Could be wheels up in the desert. Yeah. And, and that's another thing. I mean, would they go another direction? All signs point, but I mean, I, I think they do. I really think that's almost a locked in pick. Yep. And that'll be a great, great pairing. I believe we're going to go to the two Oh nine. Of course, Jimmy took advantage of the fact that I passed on him. He took Jordan love, which I do love. That's a great pick by Jim there. And, uh, the two ten Sterling took Garrett Wilson we're going to come over here to and at 211. And what'd you do at 211 and why'd you do it? I uh, ended up taking the 103. This was really close for me because I didn't know. Almond Ross St. Brown was somebody I really, really thought about taking there. But I kind of looked at Wiz's setup and was thinking, like, oh, maybe he's going to take a quarterback and I'll get Marvin Harrison. Either way, I'll be happy with that pick. I mean, if I get Drake May or Marvin Harrison, uh, I think. I, I think that's a little bit risky, though, passing on Almond Ross St. Brown. I think he just continues to be a value, and obviously he's the next pick here. Uh, didn't make it to the Pro Bowl. Don't know how. <laughs> the, guy, the guy's an animal, and I think there's an argument that you could put Almond Raw St. Brown right there with uh, Jamar Chase, to be honest. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, oh, and maybe yeah. above him. The guy you gets know. no respect. On no. But, I mean, I really like what you did, though, because, I mean, you're going to get a value. I mean, this is a super flex league, so if Wiz would go for Marvin Harrison, you get Drake May. Yeah. And if, hey, if you do get Marvin Harrison, I mean, that's a hell of a dynasty piece. Yeah. So I kind of like what you did here. And, and two, 
you never know. I mean, as you said about Almond Rod, not a lot of people have so much respect on his name. He might have made it back to you. He didn't, but you know, yeah. he might have. So I, I kind of like what you did there. But we're going to go over now to the 212 where Rich did take Almond Ross St. Brown right after Andy took that rookie pick, the 103 there. And then uh, at the 301, Rich took Jonathan Taylor. So he's got a nice uh, combination of Jalen Hurts, Almond Ross St. Brown, and Jonathan Taylor for his top three players. And back to And here at the 302. And what'd you do at 302? I didn't want to put myself in a predicament. So, like, if he does go Marvin Harrison or Drake May, whatever. So I took Brock Purdy here at 302. And uh, really, is actually kind of surprised he was there. I, like I said, I, I think there's still a buying opportunity for Brock Purdy. He's looked so good. I mean, he had a chance to be MVP. Yeah. Don't think he's going to get it, but had a really good year. And I mean, he's tied. He's tied to this uh, San Francisco 49ers offense, really. So, yeah. Great pick. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. Yep. And that gives you, if you would go Drake May, that gives you three really nice quarterbacks. Yeah. I, I can try to move one. I mean, if all of them hit, I can move one. I, I mean, kind of how I look at Superflex, if Drake May hits and he's like a Justin Herbert, what can you get? Dude, you can get anything you want. Yeah. Yeah. Like, look at C.J. Stroud. You took C.J. Stroud. You want Justin Jefferson plus? Go ahead. Go get it. Yeah, right. You, you can. Right. Gives you options, man. No doubt about it. And I love that move. Brock Purdy was a great pick there. 303, Sterling took Chris Olave. And I'm kind of surprised by this because it's a player that was there that I took a couple picks later. Uh, at the 304, Jimmy took Jameer Gibbs. Love that pick by Jim. Jameer Gibbs is someone that I'm super high on going in the next season. 305, I took A.J. Brown. Cannot believe Sterling passed on A.J. Brown for Chris Olave because I know he's an Eagles guy. Yeah. But uh, I know I know this offense hasn't looked the greatest. A.J. Brown's kind of pulled a Houdini act here and there. There I'm here, there I'm not. But he's still one of these guys that can get up around that Almond Ross St. Brown, uh, Jamar Chase type tier to me. You know, he's right there. He's capable of producing a big game at any time. Wide receiver six on the year and kind of even had an off year at times. Oh, yeah, he did. Mm -hmm. So wide receiver six, he's just a big dominant receiver in an offense that's probably just going to get better. They'll they'll work this coordinator stuff out. I mean, I think it hurt him losing Shane Steichen. He was but, on a roll there for a while. Like six-game stretch. Yeah, yeah, he was on a big roll. Like, I remember Moss, we were going to make a trade. I was like, I don't know if there's any... Any receiver hotter right now than AJ Brown? Like, no. like I, I think he got really, really good value here. Yeah, I and mean, I, I would personally put him ahead of Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. Personally. I would too. Yeah, and and you know, it's not even a knock so much. Like, I like Olave, but we kind of just said he is what he is. Like, I just see him always being a high end wide receiver too on his best day. Yeah, but Garrett Wilson has the ability, but the quarterback situation. Aaron Rodgers is coming back. I do think that will help, but will he stay healthy? Yeah. So we'll see. But A.J. Brown, I did love that pick. Moss, we're coming over here to you at 306. Can I say tight end premium? Yep. What did you do with this bad? I man? went ahead and shirt up my tight end room then, and I went Sam Laporta. Um, right I like now, it. Right now, my tight end won. Um, so, like I said, or like you said, tight end premium in that Detroit offense. Yeah, hopefully he eats. I think I think he got good value. <laughs> yeah, I do. I I mean, imagine if he ends up being the next Kelsey. I mean, he's a probably a first round startup pick. Yeah, he was tight end one this year. Yeah, so we were scared with the hyperextend. It's a hyperextended knee. Yeah, yeah, he's all good. Everybody can calm yeah. down. Yeah. He's okay. <laughs> Dan Campbell even said there's an outside chance he plays next week. So. <laughs> yeah, you know Dan Campbell. He's like, come on, Sam. You'll be better next week. Come on. Rub some dirt in it. He'll, he'll, he'll probably give him his knee to play. Yeah. yeah. But I guess surgically operate now. Uh, I, love, I love Dan Campbell. I love Sam Laporta. Moss, that was great value, tight end premium. You knew it was coming somewhere, and that was a great place to snag him. 307, Mike Shinuti took Dak Prescott. Really like that pick as far as your quarterback, too, and, you yeah. know, a super flex league. Nice value. I think there's a bit of a tier after that, so I, I really like that pick as well. Uh, and then going going through his team, you can tell he's kind of a win now. So, like, yeah. him taking Lamar at 1-7, I think he knew, like, hey, I, I'm going to try to win this bitch. He's a smart player. Yeah. Then we went over to Dynasty Dog Mike, who took Drake London at 308, and that's kind of looking better now, too, that Arthur Smith's out the door. It is. I still get worried. What are they going to do at quarterback? Like, there's still some big, big questions there. Drake London is somebody that I, I love as a player. Like, he's super talented. 
now is definitely not the time to move off of him, but it's just been so underwhelming. Nine targets, he gets goes what? Like, you know, he'll he'll get you uh, 10, 12 fantasy points. It's like we just really haven't seen the spikes out of him. Right. We've seen one against Washington. I think that was really it, wasn't it? Yeah. They're really just there was two wide receiver one weeks again. One one against Washington, one against Tampa Bay. Yeah. So like it it sucks. We know he's good. We just we got to piece it all together. Yeah, like and, like, and it's going to be hard. They're going to have to bring in a quarterback because I kind of had a disagreement with a guy on uh, on the old X there. <laughs> <laughs> but he was saying about bringing in like a Derek Carr, or a Gardner Minshew, they'd be better. No way, man. Like, not in my opinion, because you look at a guy like Patrick Mahomes, for him to support Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill at one point. What? Do you, so, so who's going to come in and support Bijan Robinson, Kyle Pitts, and Drake London. Like, yeah. it's damn near impossible. You're going to have to have a superstar, and everybody's going to have their own weeks. Right. It's just, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Somebody's going to be the odd man out. This year, it was kind of all three of them were the odd men out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, it, it's just kind of a question. But love the player, just kind of a shit situation. Definitely. Then we come over here to the next pick at the 309. JD Baseball took the 104 in the rookie draft. Most likely probably going to be like a Jaden Daniels, uh, possibly Malik Neighbors, yeah. someone like that. Then we went over here to Ty at 310. Ty, who'd you take here at 310? Well, you know, my first two picks were young guys. And I was like, well, maybe I'll just build a young team. Then I seen this guy. I was like, nah, fuck it. I'm going to go try winning. I got Tyreek Hill. <laughs> uh, we don't, I mean, I know that the clock's ticking for Tyreek. I hope he stays as long as he can. But uh, he's a league winner, man. The guy's the guy's so good. I mean, I he's one of my. I've been playing fantasy for fifteen years. He's one of my most hated players I've ever played against. <laughs> he just picks you apart. 30, 40, 70 yard touchdown. I mean, he's just. If you want to go win, he's one of the top dogs to win it. So uh, when he was there with that name, I had to go with him. Yeah, I ate. That was kind of the big question. Like, how far was some of these guys going to fall? Like Tyreek Hill. He says he's only playing one more a year. It's just, are we calling a bluff? Do we I believe know. it? I just don't that's, know. I, I think that's still good value. Uh, I mean, I think that's about right where he needs to go. Yeah, you and know? you know, like we always say, you play in a three-year window for Dynasty. So, I mean, that's a really nice player to get into. I mean, if it don't work out, you could always flip him and probably still get a first next year to a contender. because If, if he's there, if, this could be his last year. Right, right. But if someone had a chance to win, a one-shot chance to win, and you could get yeah. Tyree Kill, you could yeah. still make that argument. He said 2025. Oh, I thought he said next year. Mm-mm, oh, so it's two years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, Tyree Kill, that was good so, value. So getting. I wonder if he's playing the 2025 season. Oh, that, that's how I took it. I, okay. I, I could be wrong. Yeah, I guess you got a good point. If he does, that's, that's what I thought. Like 2025, he's done. But okay. maybe he's playing that season. Ty, hopefully. I just hope he stays <laughs> until he's 40. I know. I know the guy's so good. I, I mean, know. Is. Yeah, he's a fantasy god. You don't want to see him be a Julio Jones, though, and just plunge around and catch two touchdowns in a playoff <laughs> week. Yeah. But do nothing else. <laughs> yeah. Then we went over here to the 311. Big E took Trey McBride. This is where Jimmy was really upset. He, he wished he could have went back in time and took Trey McBride. But Big E snagged him at 311 at the tight end premium spot, followed by Wiz at 312, who took Mark Andrews. Can't disagree with that pick. Then at the 401, he took TJ Hawkinson, who we know is dealing with the knee injury now. Hell of a player, but most likely gone for the season next year. I know. That, that scares me. That scares me a lot with Hawkinson. Yeah. I, I, he's still, I mean, look at the season he put up. Oh, yeah. I, so who's your guys' tight end, too? Is it Trey McBride? That's how Oh, yeah. That's for me, too. You yep. guys as well? Yeah, yeah. It, it would be Hawkinson if it wasn't for the knee. Yeah, if it wasn't for the knee? I think. But with the knee, would you bump him down to, like, four? I, th- I he, think I have him above Andrews. Really? Above Andrews. I think so. Even with the knee? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yeah I, I don't think it's horrible. I don't think it's horrible either. I got Andrews at three for me. I got Trey McBride at two. Yeah. But same. I mean, it's kind of a preference thing. But this guy, the four the, the four oh two big E took one oh five in the rookie draft. We know most likely there's a good chance that could be Brock Bowers. Yeah. In a tight end premium league. So where does he end up in these rankings next year? Can't wait to wait to watch yeah, it. I think there's a good chance maybe uh JD baseball takes him at three nine. The tight end premium too. I don't think that's out of the question. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I mean, he's available, and that's the thing. So, yeah. 
I mean, just depending on who's there, but we would come back to tie at the four or three tie. Who'd you take at four or three? Well, I'm glad I took him because next quarterback off the board went the seventh round. I went Jared Goff. Uh, again, I'm trying to win. I know he's not really a young option, but man, he's just so consistent. Scores right around 20 fantasy points a week. And uh, he was just, he was just the best guy on the board at this point. The other guys are real old or they're just, you know, young, yeah. young guys are just going to take a shot on. So I figured to just go solid up my quarterback one spot and go Jared Goff. Yeah, I like, I think that's good value at four or three. Yeah, and considering that you needed to get a quarterback, I mean, he's capable of carrying you to, to a back-end quarterback one numbers, mm-hmm. and he's in a good offense. So I kind of like that pick, too. We're going to go over here to JD Baseball. 404 took Devonna Smith, followed by Dynasty Dog Mike at 405 that took Dalton Kincaid into tight end premium again. Uh, Mike Shinuti at 406 took George Kittle. And then we're coming up with the Muss here at 407. Muss, boy, you really like this 2023 class. Who'd you go with here? I um I hated to do it because I have Tua, but I took Devon A. Chain just for his upside. He's another one of them guys that when he plays, I mean, he could put up 20 points easily. Yeah. Um. Now, I mean, I, I don't know the longevity, how much I trust it or anything like that. If I do get too scared off, I, he, he's one of those that I think I could, I could flip easily, maybe get a receiver or something like that. But I was kind of just going to go for maybe like the, the anchor running back approach and just take one and then try to try to snag a couple later round running backs and hope one pans out. So yeah. that's my strategy so far. I He can't keep up with the efficiency, but he is very efficient. Yeah. Now, that being said, I still think it'll still be like good efficient. Right. And I he would probably be right there for. I mean, I would take him over. Etn was the next guy. Kyron, I'd take him over. Saquon, yeah, I, that that's where I would have went if I was going running back as well. Into the value. I yeah. mean, you yeah. could trade this guy for a monster haul. People loved Devon Achan, so that was a good pick just on that basis too. So you kind of know what you're doing. He's another one of them names. Yeah, you just hope he can stay healthy. Mostert, you know, when Mostert is out, we're seeing him get more of a load and do well with it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Being efficient with the carries he gets is great, and then when you get more of a load, you're you're still good. Do you think Mostert's back next year as far yeah. as like being like the the guy again and like having HN uh, kind of being like Robin to his Batman? Yeah, I think it'll be it'll be a two. I mean, everybody kind of is. Yeah, and that's kind of like you know the whole system with the 49ers <laughs> with Mike McDaniel. That the, the only bad thing about that is is Mostert gets a lot of the goal line work. Yeah, <laughs> that's I mean, if it's not Tyree Kill taking an 80 yarder that Mostert gets the goal line work, but HN can easily take 170, 80 yards as well. Yeah, but I, I love him. He is a fun player to watch. Definitely electric. We're going to come back over here to meet the 408. You know, I always say on this show, I always practice what I preach and I did it again. Took Michael Pittman at 408. We say it year after year, show after show. When we talk about dynasty wide receivers. Michael Pittman is one of the best buys in the dynasty community gets no respect kind of like almond raw almond raw is better obviously gets a little more respect because of the points he puts up but michael Pittman just goes so unnoticed every year mm-hmm. finished as a back end pretty much wide receiver one again this year i mean just monster targets always heading his way i think what over 150 targets again yeah in an offense that you know it doesn't matter who the quarterback is i say it he's the rebirth of mike evans and uh i just love him having him as my wide receiver too pairing him with aj brown now i have cj stroud Kyler Murray, A.J. Brown, and Michael Pittman in a dynasty setting. I feel good about my core. How do you guys like the Michael Pittman pick? Yeah, I, you know how I feel about Michael Pittman. I yeah. Mean, love I, the guy. I love Pittman. I mean, I, I think there's an argument that he could go in the third round. Yeah. I mean, I, he, he plays well enough. He gets the points. Yeah, and he hasn't really had a quarterback, and I don't think things really change with Anthony Richardson. I still think he's going to be hyper-targeted, and He's proved it don't matter what defense, like he, he can beat anybody. Yeah, really solid, so so underrated. But we're gonna go to the four oh nine. Big Jimbo took Travis Etienne, followed by Sterling at four ten. A Kyle Pitts sighting at four ten. Uh still has a little faith in Kyle Pitts. Might be looking a little better now that Arthur yeah. Smith's out of town. Yeah. And then uh four eleven, Ann's picking again here. Who'd you take at four eleven, Ann? Took DJ Moore. Now, I don't know how I feel about this without Justin Fields, which is hard to say because Justin Fields doesn't throw the ball great, but does look for DJ Moore quite a bit. So, I don't know. Even if it is Caleb Williams, I still think he can be that guy. 
Uh, he's kind of been quarterback proof. Never really had a good a good throwing quarterback, and and has always produced. And I believe what was he like wide receiver eight? Yeah, he was up there. Yeah, something like that. My stats are weird. It says he was twenty four. I don't think he was twenty four. Uh, hit hit the history. Hit the history. He's wide receiver six. That, that was la- that was six. last year. For some reason, they have it. Up. Oh, they have like reset. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, being wide receiver six, man, I. I think what worries me if they do move on from Justin Fields, like does he throw a bit of a fit and he gets pissed off and you know maybe doesn't care as much, but he's somebody that can create a five yard slant and take it to the house any play. And I give him all the credit in the world. I mean, he come to a situation that wasn't uh, typically better than the one he was in, and he still put up big numbers. And I mean, just outside of a top five finish. Yeah. So really good value here at four eleven. I was looking at him too when Michael Pitt was on the board. I was going back and forth between them two. I like them both, so that was a really good value pick. We're going to go over here to 412, and that's where uh, Dynasty Dog Rich took Kyron Williams. And uh, then he followed it up at 5-1, taking Puka Nakua. It's yeah. a great pick. That was it's a great, a great pick. pick. I, he was down the list, and it's like, I bet you I can get him at 5-2. I bet I can get him at 5-2. But I, I, if I could go back, I still think I would lean DJ more, and that's why I did. But uh, I love the Puka Nakua pick. That's what's hard playing in this Anis League because there was no one sliding. Yeah. You know, everyone got sniped. Everyone took the players there after. That was a great pick by Rich. Really like it. We're going to come back to And at 502. He sniped you for Puka. Who'd you take at 502, Ann? Uh, I went back to receiver well here and I took T. Higgins. Uh, I probably, like Moss said earlier, probably not a Bengal. Be nice if he was, but I think he could easily go somewhere and be a number one. Where is that? I, I hope it's not like Carolina. <laughs> so right. I, I'm just here at five, too. I'm just going to gamble. I'm going to gamble that he goes to a good situation. And then if he does and he hits, I mean, he could maybe be a third round start of six instead of a beginning of a fifth round. So just kind of gambling on. I know the player's talented. Kind of had a rough year. He's been hurt all year, but we know what he can do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. I, I mean, and like you said, it'll be interesting to see where he ends up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we know Cincinnati probably can't keep him. No, I mean, I mean, if you had to just guess, one guess, if you had to take a pick, where do you think it is? Just a wild <laughs> random. Uh wild random. <laughs> I mean, we all said the Texans before, but I don't think that's where we really want now. No, no, so kind of crazy. I hope it's not Carolina. I hope it's not either. That would probably be my guess. Yeah, I hope it's not Carolina, and I hope it's not uh, Baltimore. But I'm going to go on a limb, and I'm going to say the Chiefs. I'm going to say the Chiefs are going to find a way to pay this guy. I got a sleeper Bring one for in. you. Sleeper one for you. Who's that? Green Bay. Green Bay. I don't know how much I'd like that either. I think that could happen. They need a receiver, man. Christian Watson I like, but he can't stay healthy. That Jaden Reed, though. Yeah, Dontavian Wicks has done good. I do I do like what Jaden Reed's done. I can't yeah. wait to see more of that. But we're going to go over to the next one here. At the 503, Sterling took JSN, Jackson Smith, the Jigba. Followed by Jimmy getting Debo Samuel at 504. And here I am picking at 505. Gonna dip my toes into the running back pool for the first time. And I'm gonna take Saquon Barkley, running back New York Giants. I mean, he just kept falling. I mean, I know it's kind of frustrating with this offense, but Saquon is that offense. Is he back? I mean, I would say there's probably a good chance of it. I think he wants to be there, but probably franchise tag him. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of like what we're gonna see with these running backs. I mean, finished running back 13 in PPR. I think he can do better than that. I think he has a little bit better year next year. We know Brian Dayball is a good mind. They'll get this offensive line figured out, I think, a little bit. They'll try to address it, and uh, I do think that'll help. And plus, he's a, he's a pass-catching back, and in PPR, that's what you yeah. want. And it, to me, there was kind of a tear break after this in the running back pool almost. So I figured, why not? He's capable of producing a top-five finish. We've seen it before. So we went with the running back move there. But we hop over here to Muss at 506. Muss, rookie pick at 506. What's your thoughts on why you did that there? Uh, I just, um, like like you said, I took the 104, I believe it is. Um, I'm just hoping to get one of the big-time receivers. I mean, I was just sitting there looking like, you know, Metcalf, he's decent. Waddle's decent. Like, I was just looking at these receivers available, and I was like, man, if you could get, you know, uh, a neighbors or a... Good chance it's neighbors. Yeah, or uh, what's that other Ewers? Dunes, eh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, you got pick six. Pick six. Yep. One, two, three, four, five. Yep, you're number six. Oh, number okay. six. But you okay. still have a good chance. Yeah. I mean, because we could look at it this way. I'd say three quarterbacks are going to be gone. 
Yep. More than likely. Brock Bowers and Marvin Harrison. So there's a good chance. It could still be Malik Neighbors. It could be yeah. Malik Neighbors or, or Dunes. Yeah. Or Brock Bowers if he would fall. Yeah, I if mean, he were to fall. But yeah. it is tight end premium. So. I, I, Brock Bowers, I I haven't I just have this feeling he's gonna be an LA Charger. That would be nice. Oh, I'd love that. Chargers that would, have a high pick. I just I I just have that feeling. That would be nice. But I, I really like what you did here, Musk, because to me, you're getting like Malik Neighbors or Brock Bowers, and that's a great pick. I mean, like you said, Jalen Waddle, DK Metcalf, they're okay, but you're going for maybe something with a little more ceiling on you it. you got to so. remember, too, here he has two Dolphins, so you don't want to keep loading up on Dolphins either. So. Yeah, yeah. Yep, that's a good point. Then we hop over here to Mike Shinuti at the uh, five seven. He took DK Metcalf, so Musk, he was right on line with that. That's who he took. Then at the 5'8", Dynasty Dog Mike took Jalen Waddle. The 5'09", J.D. Baseball took uh, Jordan Addison. And then here's Ty at 5'10". Ty, who'd you take at 5'10"? Yep, you already know I'm taking my boy, George Pickens. Uh, I wasn't going to let him go any further. I just, you guys know how I feel about Pickens. If we can get some quarterback play and a good offensive coordinator, I on, I honestly think Pickens can be a top top 10 receiver, no doubt. I do. He The guy's so talented. Yeah. I, I just, I, I love him. I love him. Yeah, I just hope they address it. Yeah, let's hope. The the talent's there. It's just, do they address it? I don't know. Well, and then, too, you look at it, okay? The the players that are picked after, Rasheed Rice, Tank, Dell, Zay Flowers, all nice players. But you can make the argument George Pickens does have that ceiling. Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. And, And that's what I like about this pick. And, too, like you said, if we address it, if we can figure it out, we've seen what he's capable of. I, I think I, Uke, uh, him and Ayuk are very close for me. I, I think Brandon Ayuk's a value every year. Ayuk's a lot safer yeah. pick. Yeah, he, he's safer, but yeah, I agree. I think Pickens, I'm like you, I, I think he could be a wide receiver one, like oh, in fantasy, man. if if uh, they do address it. I, I just hope they do. I just If he was with Prime Roethlisberger, he'd be a wide receiver oh my one. My, my thing that scared me off the Steelers is just, it's not even necessarily like Mike Tomlin. It's it, I get scared because like I had so much faith in these guys and I sat here and preached to everybody that listens and they just they just let us down and he just continued to let us down. I, I, I think the Steelers are going to be changing here. I don't know if you guys heard, but they're saying there's rumors Tomlin's going to step down after this year. He's stepping down. So, boy, it, that, it's hard to see big. it. That'd be big if if, if true. So. Yeah, and they, and they just they need a fresh start, man. I mean, Kenny Pickett wasn't it. So. No. Yep. We'll see. But I, I really like the idea of the ceiling at 5'10 with George Pickett. Oh, you got to kind of swing here, I think. Yeah. You got to swing. Yep. Because this is where you can win your drafts. If yep. you can hit on some players. Big E took uh, Rasheed Rice at 5'11. Love that pick. Rasheed Rice, solid, solid can be. Uh, Dynasty Wiz took Brandon Ayuk at 5'12. Nice pick. Took uh, Kenneth Walker at 6'01 as well. So he paired that up nicely. I really like the K9. Yeah. 